the Memorare. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To you I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. All across the Gulf South, it's 7 a.m. Time to wake up on Catholic Community Radio. Good morning. You're listening to Wake Up on this beautiful Thursday morning. We're so glad to have you join us today. I'm Gabby Smith, along with Alicia Quibido and Damian Collado. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good Our morning. last show of 2022. Uh-huh. Damian's all revved up for it, so hold on. Uh, yes. I'm fired it's like up the and last ready day to go. School. That's right. That's right. Today <laughs> That's what it feels so- like. <laughs> Today we celebrate the Feast of Blessed Jacoponi de Todi. So let's start this morning in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. O God, who seeing the human race fallen into death, will to redeem it by the coming of your only begotten Son, grant we pray that those who confess his incarnation with humble fervor may merit his company as their Redeemer who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, blessed Jacoponi de Todi, pray for us. Pray for us. We have a great show for you today, starting off with some events in your listening area. Damien will give us details in about nine minutes, so stay with us. There's still stuff going on, (laughs) and lots of (laughs) last-minute things we will tell you about, so grab that pen and paper. In 18 minutes, Danny Fitzpatrick joins us. He's going to talk about a new initiative with the St. Louis the Ninth Art Society. You guys, I'm so glad the St. Louis the Ninth Art Society is just continuing to move forward and bring us new content, new art, uh, you know, features with artists. So Danny's going to be joining us to give us details about that. In 35 minutes, David Dawson Jr. joins us. He's the director of the Office of Peer Support for the Diocese of Homa Thibodeau. And every Thursday, he joins us to talk about marriage and family life. Well, today he's going to be talking about our tendency to see and communicate the nativity story as a legend, even for those of us who believe. So... We talked to Steve earlier this week about the star, the actual date of Christmas, Bethlehem, and all those kind of myths or misconceptions, kind of setting the record straight. Well, David Dawson is going to kind of continue that discussion with the Nativity today. And in 48 minutes, Allison Daigle joins us. She's the CEO of Woman's New Life Clinic. She's going to give us their monthly update. So always looking forward to hearing from Allison and the wonderful work they're doing over at Woman's New Life Clinic. But Weather, Damien, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna toss it to you. Yeah, <laughs> well, there you go. On. Well, that's okay because uh, it's a hot potato, but no pun intended. Uh, cloudy most of today as the Arctic air continues to move our way, and it'll arrive during the nighttime hours tonight with temperatures going from a high of 63 down to 21 degrees 
this time tomorrow. Wow. A 40-degree drop oh, in temperatures over like a 12-hour period. Winds right now out of the southwest at 5 to 10. Uh, but as the front approaches, we'll see rain, a, tw- a 60% chance of rain, but it won't last very long. And it won't hit many areas, but it will hit some. Uh, but the ice-cold, frigid air, it is on its way. Winds are going to be out of the northwest at 15 to 25 miles an hour gusting along the coastlines you do not want to be out in the gulf mm-hmm. uh even thinking about fishing right now tomorrow the high is going to be 32 with a low of 18 uh saturday and sunday a tad warmer but it is going to continue to be very cold for christmas and christmas eve the good news no rain that is good news that is good, good, news. good, good but news. the freeze advisory will be in effect right. for all three days yeah. uh temperatures right now it's uh, pretty close to just about all being the same. New Orleans, it's 52. Bay St. Louis, 51. In Mandeville, it's 49. Home of Thibodeau, it's 50. And in Baton Rouge, it's a chilly 47. Don't go too far. We've got the gospel coming your way. It's 5 after right now on a Thursday morning on Wake Up. Blessed Thursday of this fourth week of Advent, I'm Father Chris Decker, and today's gospel is a continuation of Luke chapter 1. Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked upon his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm and has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary remained with Elizabeth about three months and then returned to her home. We've heard the gospel, and now we reflect. Mary's Munificat is like an aria in an opera of her divine son's marvelous drama of our salvation. This hymn occurs during the visit between two holy women. It provides the theological significance of their meaning and sums up Mary's place in salvation as she proclaims God's mercy. Mary bursts into a joyful hymn of praise because she believes that she is the mother of the Messiah, despite her lowliness. Gabriel sees her as full of grace, but she only sees herself as the slave girl of the Lord. Because Mary is completely humble, she will be forever exalted because he that is powerful did great things for her. Mary recognized that God's mercy is not for one generation, or for two, or even for three. His mercy is offered to all generations that fear him. In contrast, God resists the proud and throws them down from the puny man-made pedestals upon which they install themselves. This is the great lesson we learn from the Tower of Babel and the defeat of the Egyptians at the time of the Exodus. 
in our own time, the Nazis boasted of their godless thousand-year reign that barely survived eleven years. The world of the arrogant scribes, Pharisees, and chief priests came crashing down in 70 A.D. when they were crushed by Roman legions. In the parable of tax collector and the Pharisee, Jesus wonderfully illustrated an example of the rich and the hungry, the proud and the humble. Mary calls Israel God's servant, for their original calling was to become a kingdom of priests. Jesus, the eternal high priest, came as a suffering servant to rescue servant Israel and the rest of humanity from the twin evils of sin and death. Mary rejoices because the seed of Abraham, in whom all the nations of the earth is blessed, rests in her womb. In giving birth to the Redeemer, Mary also gave birth to all the redeemed, those who keep God's commandments and bear witness to Jesus. Heavenly Mother, guide us to love your Son. Have a wonderful day. This is Jimmy Sagers. Thank you, James, and thank you, Father Chris. Happy Thursday morning, everyone. Welcome back to Wake Up. Uh, Look, we know this cold weather is on the way, and I think it's important that we at least share with you. uh, This isn't so much an event as something you can maybe do to help the folks out. Uh, The 2022 Bishop Ott Shelter Collection Drive is currently underway, and they are in major need of things like simple things from toothbrushes, to blankets, even wool caps, and there's a number of people participating, and we're going to share some locations where if you pick up these items, you can drop them off today and tomorrow still to help them out before this cold weather really takes effect, and it's all helping the homeless men, women, and children in our capital region area, in the Baton Rouge area. As I said, items like toiletries, disposable diapers, gloves. Just think about what you would want when temperatures are 18 degrees and you may be stuck outside for a while. Uh, that's Those are the things that the Bishop Odd Shelter Program is actually looking for. And so where do you go if you, you happen to pick these up? You can go to any Albertsons in the Baton Rouge area, the Louisiana Healthcare Corrections uh, Center, Baton Rouge Clinic, as well as Fox 44 and NBC TV studios, which are located uh, on Perkins Road. So if you need more information, if you want to really bring a bunch of stuff, uh, you can call 225-383-7837, 225-383-7837. Help the homeless men, women, and children in the Baton Rouge area um, before this cold weather really arrives. That's right. That's great. Uh, So it is just a few days before Christmas, and you have a couple of opportunities to support Cypress Springs Mercedarian Prayer Center, Sister Dulcie's ministry uh, here in Baton Rouge off of George O'Neill Road. So there are two shopping days left to shop at the Shepherd Staff. Today, their hours, today is Thursday, December 22nd. They are open from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. They will also be open Friday, December 23rd from 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. Now here 
here's a little special caveat for today, the 22nd. There is a free delivery service if you order today. How much? Free. Oh, wow. No dollars, no cents. Free delivery. So I'm sure that you can call them, but you can also order online. And when you check out online, all you need to put in the special notes section is that you want it delivered and the instructions in that box. So you can check out their website at Shepherd's, Shepherd's Staff Gift Shop.com or you can give them a call at Cypress Springs Mercedarian Prayer Center, uh, Sister Dulcie's Ministry. I love that feature. Definitely take that? advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the wonderful items over at Shepherd Staff Gift Shop. Well, this men's acts retreat, this is another event happening February 9th through the 12th. The intent of an acts retreat is to provide an opportunity for a personal encounter with Jesus Christ. Retreatant registrations are due tomorrow. The retreat begins begins Thursday evening, February 9th, and goes through February 12th, ending at with Mass at St. George Catholic Church in Baton Rouge, but it will be taking place at Rosaryville Retreat Center in Ponchatoula. Cost of the retreat is $350. So, and the food over at the uh, in Rosaryville is actually pretty good and, and, and it's a cute, um, quiet place to have a retreat. So, stay with us. It's 15 past the hour on Wake Up. This is Franciscan Media's Saint of the Day for December 22nd. Today, we celebrate Blessed Jacoponi de Todi. Following the accidental death of his devoutly Christian wife, which radically changed his behavior, the residents of northern Italy identified Jacoponi as Crazy Jim. Almost overnight, the man Jacopo, who had been known for his fancy lifestyle and indifference to religion, made a 180-degree turn. He divided his possessions among the poor and became a lay Franciscan. He undertook strict public penances, often dressed in rags, and was mocked as a fool. After initial concern for his suitability, Jacoponi was eventually accepted into the Franciscan order, joining a group who wished to live a separate life that better reflected the strict poverty of St. Francis himself. Imprisoned for a time for questioning the validity of Pope Boniface VIII's election, he accepted his condition as penance. He is thought by some to have composed the familiar hymn, Stabat Mater Dolorosa. Jacoponi died on Christmas Day in 1306, as the Gloria from the Midnight Mass was intoned. Honor as a blessed within the Franciscan family, to date, he is not recognized as such by the Universal Church. The new Saint of the Day app is available now for your smartphone or tablet. From Franciscan Media, this has been Saint of the Day. You hear that music? Guess what? From the 26th to the 28th, yep. we are going to be playing nothing but good quality, typical traditional Christmas music. We're preempting our regular programming for that. Oh, how beautiful, huh? Does that not make you just feel peaceful, joyful? It reminds sure. me of yes, it. It the, reminds the Lord me has of come. Midnight I mean, Mass. Yes. Yeah. So it, it or well, Midnight Mass for some, but it's just the fact that it's going to be great music that you could be playing while you're with the family. Mm-hmm. Nice background music versus yeah. rocking around the Christmas tree and some of those other <laughs> songs that you yeah. hear all the time and can't yeah. get out of your head. But this is good quality Christmas music, and as as I said, from six a.m. to six p.m. 
you'll hear it on our uh, Catholic Community Radio. So make sure your radio is tuned to the stations, no matter where you are, and you will be able to do it. 690 a.m. in the New Orleans area, 1380 in the Baton Rouge area. And, of course, we'll be streaming live, so uh, you could do it that mm-hmm. way as well, Side right? And don't worry. Be we're happy. still airing Mass. Right, that's oh. right. Be, be happy. But we'll still have Mass at noon, <laughs> and we will have the Rosary and the Chaplet of Divine Mercy that's in right. there with all that wonderful music. So that's it'll be right. a great three days to listen and fill your soul. Yeah. Fill your soul. That's right. By the way, there, there are a few other events taking place. We figure we had a little time, so we're going to share mm-hmm. some of those with you. St. Catherine Sieni, uh, we they are having their married couples retreat coming up March 11th and 12th. Registration is now open. And for the couples retreat, uh, it's going to be at the St. Joseph Abbey Retreat Center in Covington. If you want more information, you can register. Just go to faithandmarriage.org. Faithandmarriage.org. That's a great way to get the new year started. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And you know, we've been talking about foster care lately, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, there are wonderful opportunities to volunteer to help with children in our state or, or in your state, wherever you are listening, um, that can help those children. At, at, you can, of course, be a foster parent and look into that in your community. Uh, but you could also be a CASA volunteer. And a CASA volunteer uh, is someone who helps the child through that court process when they have to go uh, to court. And of course, always the goal is to uh, re- reunite them or have them somehow in a safe uh, and healthy environment. You can look uh, look at that information at CASA for the capital area at casabr.org. That's C-A-S-A. Uh, br.org so a wonderful wonderful uh, opportunity to help children in need we are happy Mm -hmm. to have with us this morning for the last time of 2022 dave dawson jr he is the director of the office of parish support for the diocese of homa tipto good morning david good morning how are we doing great how are you good good i bet the dawson household is all just all in a tizzy about a uh, little happy feet over there getting ready All's for buzz. the coming of our savior <laughs> oh yeah no they're, they're they're fired up and it's funny how every little thing we do that's uh like all right we're gonna start doing this every year or we're gonna start you know yeah. every little thing it becomes this huge like all right this is who we are this is how we operate this is what christmas <laughs> means you know Aww. it's incredible yes yeah that's awesome well let's talk about the nativity story this morning yeah yeah, yeah. You know, one of the things that uh, over the years, and especially this year, one of the things that strikes me is just how much time over, you know, just growing up and uh, even in my adult life, just spent thinking about the nativity story is kind of like this cool legend. Um, but it's not until you kind of sit with it and I'm challenged to sit with it for a little bit and start thinking about what it must have been like um, and just the, the difficulty of that Mary and Joseph experienced. And, and all of it surrounding, you know, the, just the political situations uh, with, the, with the census and having to travel like, you know, 100 miles down uh, to, to Bethlehem and mm-hmm. the difficulty and just how unjust that was. You know, and it, it was known that like to do a census like that is something that an unjust ruler does because they want to get more taxes. You're getting jerked around and then having to, you know, try to find a place because it's already jam-packed because everybody's already got there before you. Mm-hmm. And God's not giving you some kind of special treatment and putting you first in line to try to get <laughs> a, a good spot because you're about to have the Son of God, you know. Right. It, it, I think that what strikes me um, is that uh, when it comes to Christmas and the way that we celebrate Christmas, a lot of times 
the focus is on how exciting it is and, and the nostalgia uh, mm-hmm. of it because there's such a feeling of, of wonder as children and, and the focus on, you know, the, the gifts that you might get. I mean, it could be, you know, that one thing that you've always dreamed of, even if I don't even know what it is, but it's going to just blow my mind. And that tends to, <laughs> I think, I know for me, it tends to kind of move into adulthood and, and the wonder doesn't go away and we just kind of stick with the nostalgia and it becomes more like a time to focus on family and stop working. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think... I really think that, that if you look at, and then what happens is the Christmas story, you know, the nativity story becomes kind of like part of the, the tradition to focus on this cool legendary story as if Mary and Joseph knew how it was going to end, you know? Oh, yes. <laughs> and, and we're okay with the fact that they were having a baby and, and you know, in a stable. Mm-hmm. And I think the truth, though, and it, was, it took, there was a, an old Jesuit priest back when we were in Lake Charles, uh, and he was preaching, he's like, the scandal of the incarnation ought to blow our minds. Uh, if you think believing that Jesus is presence and, and, the, and, the, and the Eucharist is hard, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that he became, a, the God of the universe became a human being and then did so in such a crazy way, you know, just to get into what it, like just the, the feeling of having to figure out and that God's not changing this and he's entering into the mess in such a difficult and messy way. Um, right. And then you've got the sinless mother of God who's having to uh, go through all this mess. So I think it, for me, it puts into perspective how does God actually operate on earth? Is this just a legend or is this continuing to play out? You know, like all those questions start swirling whenever the nativity scene becomes more than just um, this kind of traditional legendary hero story. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Okay, so and when you say legend, I don't know why yeah. it, when it comes to mind, I think a made up a made up story, but that isn't what you're meaning. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Well, so I think I think there's something in our subconscious that when we look at it like a like a watching a TV show or a movie, mm-hmm. something in our subconscious thinks about it almost like it is a made up story. Okay. Right. We know down deep. We know in our in our brains know that it's not a made up story, but the way we function with it, you know, when we put the statues and everything, we should do that. But it, I think that we, what happens is because we watch so many made up stories, it kind of gets lumped in with all the ones that are, you know, made up. It kind of gets lumped in with all the TV shows and stuff like that with the Grinch and and that kind of stuff. And I think that that's the difficulty sometimes is we miss out on the fact that this is not a made up story. This actually happened to people. And this is the way God came uh, to to, to become a human being and to be with us and unite himself to us. Like it is, it's shocking. Right. It's, it's, right. it's a mess. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's scandalizing. But, and, and if I'm able to sit with that reality, that this is not just some made up story, that's a cool part of our religion or that had, you know, just traditions added to it over the years or this kind of thing. They're like, if this actually happened and it happened in this way, then what the, what that means for us, as far as how much God loves us and how much he unites himself to us, not just when we are feeling good and then the mood is just right and we've got the right drinks and the right people around us and the right circumstances and the right music on that we've always listened to like Mm -hmm. in the 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 darkest deepest messiest you know like most painful situations that is where we find god uh like it's not just in you know the the, where everything is just set up just right where we can kind of get the mood does that make sense yes it does it does but don't you think um or or maybe you don't agree with me but don't you think that all of those uh those fun traditions the cocoa and the fires and the and the christmas you know even the fun christmas music those are all things it's easy to lose sight of why we celebrate christmas but I like to, to me, it gives me into that mood to really celebrate the birth of our Savior. Like, yeah. it's a celebration. This Absolutely. is the best birthday you could ever celebrate, right? Most definitely. And I think what happens is, 
It, it, it can be. I mean, it can be a source of distraction, but there's a reason those things exist, right? There's a reason why we're given the excuse to let go of everything and to, and to stop working, to stop, you know, uh, and to focus on family and to get together and to, and to have the best foods and to feast and yes. to get into the music because our hearts are being drawn to something important. We know that even from our young age, that our hearts right. are being drawn to the fact like something very important and very, very good is happening. Yes. Right. It's just the next step of realizing what is the core of that. Where is it coming from? What is the source of that? And I think that a lot of times is, yeah, it's easy to miss that. Right. You're right. You're right. And we do see, you know, the image of of the crush, the image of the Holy Family and the Christ child is such a beautiful image for us. I'm always drawn to that. Um, In fact, I've shared with my coworkers, I have a a nativity. problem. I'd love to buy them and, and, and have them in my house. I've, I've run out of space actually, but, but just, it's such a beautiful image for me. And that reminder that our savior came, that God came as a little baby, as, as such an innocent, um, fragile, uh, being. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and I think that the, the beauty of that is that in the innocence and the fragility, like what that means is that God came in such a way that, like, because for babies, the world is just happening to you, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't make mm-hmm. decisions. You can't, you know, uh, you can't, I don't know, control anything. Yes. And God came into the world in a way that he's not controlling anything mm-hmm. for years, <laughs> right? I mean, to be honest, like, we, we see it for like 30 years he's not controlling anything, you know? So mm-hmm. it, it came in such a way that he's like, I have not come to control. I have come to, you know, to, to, to take whatever it is you dish out. Yes. And I've come to be controlled by you so that there's nothing separating me from you anymore. Your free will, your decision-making process, whatever it is, there's nothing that's going to separate me from you anymore. And that's what I've come to do and to be. And so the fact that he comes as a child to be affected mm-hmm. even by, you know, the, the government and everything like this, it's, right. it's a beautiful thing. It is beautiful. David Dawson, Jr., Director of the Office of Parish Support for the Diocese of Homa Thibodeau, thank you for joining us this morning. Wishing you Absolutely. and your sweet family a blessed Merry Christmas. Stick around. We will be back. It's half past the hour on Wake Up. Cue the Italian stallion. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's almost Christmas time. The little ones are all excited. The parents are all frantic, making sure Santa's going to come to their house. And Christmas traditions are always nearby. And we want to chat with y'all a little bit. We want to share some of our stories with you. We're always talking to other people, hearing their stories. It's time we really find out what Gabby and Alicia do at their house for Christmas. Right, Jeff? Everybody's pulling their cars over right now so they can listen. They they are probably recording this. That's right. (laughs) The season. Uh, I'm going to keep it simple. Traditions that it's always Christmas morning. We 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 always go to mass the night before, and uh, then we do Christmas morning. We always like to wake up. Uh, even to this day with the kids. The kids are yes. all adults. Right. One of them has their own kids, so we love to, to see the Christmas spirit of waking up and, That's you know, so just fun. so much fun. And we, we do the typical things most everybody else does, but uh, that mm-hmm. is the one tradition we kept. 
You know, yes. we don't prematurely open gifts. Right. We don't wait till Christmas afternoon for everybody to get there. Yes. Everybody comes to the house. Everybody's mm-hmm. got a place to sleep. Love it. And everybody wakes up. The minute the first grandkids' feet hit the floor, right? Mm. Now, yeah, mm. so, <laughs> no, and boy, is it Love fun! It. And it's it just gets wild after that. But that's it's it's fun, fun, and with a lot Love of laughing that. and a lot of love. And that's that's our and tradition. a lot of wrapping paper everywhere. Oh and yeah, I love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the yeah. mess everywhere. And well, that's right. But that's that's chaos. part of the fun. That's too. right. Yeah. That's right. That's great. What about yeah. you? We uh, we do Christmas Eve mass as well, mm-hmm. um, and we do. I know some people's uh, tradition is to open one gift or something on Christmas Eve. We don't do that. We we my, we didn't grow up that way in our family, but. Um, we do uh, go to Christmas Eve Mass. We have dinner together as a family. Um, this year, it's exciting that my 16-year-old son is cooking that dinner, so I have that mm-hmm. off. And um, and then we do the same thing, the first grandchild wake up. But when the grandchildren are uh, 20, 18, and 16, they're not up super early like they were when they were babies. <laughs> it was 5 o'clock in the morning, you and they wanted to go to see. Them up. Right, yeah. right. So, and then I shared with y'all uh, earlier this week, we have um, our Christmas dinner. Uh, usually in the early afternoon and then we always end with our happy birthday Jesus cake mm-hmm. um, and with three candles yeah, for we... each of the grandchildren even though they are um, older uh, they love to do that we always sing happy birthday to baby Jesus and blow out the candles a good reminder that all of the crazy in the morning and the Santa and the stockings and the and the gifts that that's what we're celebrating mm-hmm. is the birth yeah. of our Savior we, so. we have a cake too that's I forgot about yeah. that but yeah, yeah. How about you, Gabby? I love that. Yeah, well, ever since my son was three years old, he and I would bake Christmas cookies together from scratch, and that was always our favorite thing to do. And now that he is a little bit older now, he did it himself, although I did read the instructions for him, but it was all him this year. And so that was a lot of fun. We always head over to my grandfather's house. He is still alive, so we go and spend time with him. Um, And everyone kind of meets up over there. And like you, Alicia, my, my brother cooks Christmas Eve dinner, so I'm sitting back with a glass of wine, relaxing and just watching him do his thing. But it is so much fun. And in the past, when we were kids, we would wait until midnight to open gifts. But my mom has kind of taken the reins this year because all the kids are in town for the first time in a long time uh, together. So we will go to midnight mass like we did in the past when we were kids and uh, open gifts. Uh, And then, you know, wait for santa to 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 do his thing once we're asleep so oh, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> that's, that's our awesome. tradition it's a lot of fun how about the blackwell family oh um yeah we we uh actually are starting a new tradition this year because uh for years it was the same thing we we would celebrate on christmas eve eve on the 23rd uh so with our uh, children of course they're all grown and and now the 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 grandkids are grown and we have great grandkids so they and my mom passed away this year so we would always meet at her house on christmas eve and then at my mother-in-law's on christmas day so we're kind of rearranging that a little bit uh, this year, but uh, we're going to do something we've never done before. My okay. my daughter uh, said we're going to have uh, Christmas Eve morning at her house. She's going to fix breakfast, and everybody, oh, it, it's mandatory, must show up in pajamas. Nice. Ah. Nice. Okay. I can't wait for the update on that. That Good. sounds Pass fun. Along. I hope you wear Not some so. long johns or something. I do. I've got, a, I've got pajamas, <laughs> and the shirt says, uh, it's got a big old polar bear on it that says, barely awake. <laughs> 
Love yeah. it. Yeah, oh, but you're gonna, you're, you're, it's going to be impossible <laughs> to stay warm in pajamas stepping outside. Well, they're going to stay inside and be cozy. Oh, yeah. You've got to get there. Have the cocoa. you got to get there. How about the Dawson Seniors? <laughs> yeah, Dave Dawson Senior. Uh, I was going to ask Jeff, you got feet on those pajamas? Little feet? <laughs> there you go. No, but I do have slippers. <laughs> you got slippers? Okay. Yeah. Little bunny ones, little bunny slippers, little fuzzy. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I, I can tell you, a tradition has just grown at, at the Dawson household. We don't have a very big house. We have a pretty small house. Uh, but the family has grown considerably. Mm-hmm. And we all fit. Somehow we all fit. And it's Beautiful. just wonderful. It's just jam-packed, you know, full full of babies and, and <laughs> grown-ups and everything. And it's just, if somebody were to drop in, they, they'd probably be overwhelmed, you know, with all <laughs> the noise and, and, yeah. and the mayhem. <laughs> but but we have learned, I mean, it's just something that's it's just so full of life. It's fantastic and actually this morning i had a reflection y'all bear with me i just thought this was the coolest reflection is whenever there's a big gathering no matter mm-hmm. where i am if i have a little baby with me okay yeah. and i'm walking around you you know what happens all attention goes to this little baby right yes. the whole crowd softens yeah. up you know yes. uh, who, whoever you're with the attention goes to that child and it just it just changes everything <laughs> it makes things and mm-hmm. I was reflecting on that for Christmas, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is how we take the Christ child with us. You there know, you put, mm-hmm. put yeah. him on your hip <laughs> and, <laughs> and walk around no matter where you're going on Christmas or during the whole Christmas season. Show that baby off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, I know that's, uh, I didn't mean to get all philosophical no, and everything, no, but I started smiling to myself when I was thinking about carrying around the babies, oh, you know, and, and, and how awesome that is yeah. that we can actually reflect that. You know, yes. we can actually, mm-hmm. we can yeah. actually yeah. do that with us. But you got to have him with you. That's you right. got to have him with you. So yeah. I, 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 I just and let him show. Just, and so let him many, show. There you go. Very how good. many grandkids do you have now? Share with everyone. I'm I guessing have, 15. I, I have 15. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you from age one all the way up to 13? Yeah, it takes all day. I'm about to get a text. So you know you're wrong. I, but, uh, I, I think it's 13. <laughs> It's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. All these stages in life that everybody's going through and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, either you're bragging or I'm jealous. I am. <laughs> I, I so am bragging. Yes, the, I don't blame you. One of the other traditions, so I have a lot of first cousins as well. My dad has six brothers. And one of the things we do now that all the kids are older is we do a huge white elephant gift oh, exchange. Yeah. Oh, there ah. is so much yelling and oh, backstabbing yeah. and paper <laughs> being thrown. It is amazing. And <laughs> stuff is awesome. Um, you know, it goes from a little tiny Amazon gift card packed in a huge box to uh-huh. like, you know, anything, you know, someone's always putting a toolbox in. It's somewhat, you know, there's oh, always been a toolbox in every year for the past like 18 years. Someone just always puts it in that we all have a toolbox now. It is the best Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah, people re gift. And we know who re gifted. You can just tell it was a re gift. Well, we're doing something similar to that, but on my wife's side of the family, which we do do. Christmas Eve. Oh, I love this. And uh, we're changing things up and keeping it simple, but it, you bring your favorite sweet or salty item. I love that. And you wrap mm. that up, and then, of course, the trading starts, you oh, know? Yes. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. This will be the first time we're doing that. Aren't what a you great also idea. doing, wow. uh, with, your, with your immediate family, your favorite thing, giving someone yes. your favorite oh, thing? Yeah, yeah. I love that. In idea other words, too. whatever That's I want. That's a good idea. Want, Don't say what it is. 
No, I, I okay. almost did. Whatever, <laughs> whatever I particularly want, yes. I got to get it for all the guys. I love it. You know, so my son-in-laws, right. my brother-in-law, and the the women do the same thing. Wow. Right? So you, oh. it's it's Isn't that but, neat? but yeah. we keep it, you know, like twenty bucks or mm-hmm. less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can get something pretty decent. Yes. Wow. Well, yeah. Thank you for the yeah. cigars. Speaking Isn't that of a great idea? Yes. You're more than welcome. <laughs> love <Yeah>. it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we hope you enjoyed hearing our stories, and uh, we want you to stick around because coming back, we got Allison Daigle, CEO of Women's New Life Clinic, coming your way, and we'll be talking to her in just a moment. Here on Wake Up, it's 45 after the hour. past the hour. Thanks so much for tuning in this morning. Our next guest is Allison Daigle. She is the CEO of Woman's New Life Clinic and today she joins us to give us an update on how they're doing and all the wonderful work that they do over at Woman's New Life. Good morning, Allison. Thanks so much for being with us today. Good morning, Gabby. Thanks for having me. So let's get a little update from you. What has been your impact in the New Orleans and Baton Rouge communities since the overturn of Roe versus Wade? It seems like the updates kind of change month to month. Yes. Wow. Since Roe was overturned in what, late June, we know that at least 47 women have changed their minds for life after receiving our life-affirming care. And I say at least 47 women, that's a conservative number. A lot of times our clients, once they've come in and received our free counseling and free medical support, they're doing better. They're out of the crisis. They continue their pregnancies. And sometimes we don't always hear back from them. So we know that at least 47 women have changed their minds, which is amazing. When abortion was still legal in Louisiana, Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when abortion was still legal, women thought they had an easy way out, or so they thought, with access to abortion clinics mm-hmm. in New Orleans and Baton Rouge. But now those clinics are closed. And so with their mindset changing, women are coming to Women's New Life Clinic, and they see that they can do this. And we're talking about post-Roe, but looking at the entire year, since we're already at the end of 2022, looking at the entire year to date, We know that we've had over 1,600 client appointments. We've performed at least 600 ultrasounds, and we've given away well over $35,000 in material support for women and their babies. Wow, that's absolutely incredible. You know, just thinking about something like uh, this, this next question that I'm about to ask you is kind of heartbreaking, but are abortions still prevalent in Louisiana, even though it is illegal? Unfortunately, it is. Women still do have access to medication abortions by mail, um, and there are groups that are funding women's access to surgical abortion in states where that is still legal. Um, but as we've shared with your listeners before, even though abortion is still is illegal right now in Louisiana, the crisis that exists with an unplanned pregnancy is real, and it still continues. Our need to offer free mental health support and medical care for women is great, and we're going to continue that. We had a client uh, that came in recently With her partner, she was very determined to have an abortion out of state. She was willing to travel far. And then she had her counseling appointment with us, and she had an ultrasound. She was still really early on, but we could still see that heartbeat, and she could see the fetal pole. And our counselor stayed in touch with her. Um, And then the the client actually asked to come back for a second ultrasound. And the second time she came back, she could see her baby more clearly, and that was the game changer for her. She changed her mind and chose life for her child. So it was an incredible story, and we hear that a lot. 
I love hearing stories about that. And, and thank you so much. Every time that we have you uh, join us for Wake Up, you always tell us about those wonderful testimonials month to month. So has there been any changes in your approach to helping women lately? Um, we really haven't changed our approach. What we do is, is going really well, but we are working harder to reach women who are in crisis. I think we're maybe just a little louder. Uh, we're working to combat the barriers that we've encountered with things like online marketing. We've had some, some uh, go, you know, Google was trying to shut us down for a while. Um, so, you know, we, we are working harder to combat that. And um, we definitely are seeing an increased need for case management and material support, as I mentioned the astronomical amount that we've given away. I mean, we've probably tripled the amount of material support we've given away compared to last year. That's amazing. Well, and other ways that we can support Women's New Life Clinic coming up is the Born to Run. So can I give us details about that in the New Orleans area that will be happening in the spring? We're so excited. Born to Run New Orleans is coming up on Saturday, March 25th in 2023. It's going to be at the New Orleans Lakefront. That's um, the solemnity of the Annunciation, as we know, and it's also the anniversary of Woman's New Life Clinic. So it's going to be a big day. We're really excited. Registration is going to be available soon. Uh, you can go to womansnewlife.com slash born to run for that. But really, to, to help us keep these services going well into 2023, all the free medical, free professional counseling services that we offer. Folks can make a year-end tax-deductible gift at womansnewlife.com slash donate. Allison, real quick, because we, we actually have some extra time today. Talk about, you know, when a woman steps into a place like Woman's New Life Clinic, what happens? What, what's kind of like the day-to-day -day of someone who is maybe abortion-minded, steps in and really doesn't know what to do at that moment? What can they experience? That's a great question, Gabby. Thanks for asking that. You know, women, we encounter that every day. Uh, women are still mm -hmm. seeking abortion, like I said. Unplanned pregnancies still exist, even though abortion is illegal in Louisiana. So crisis still exists. Women are still shocked. They're still surprised. They're still filled, filled with fear and despair. But when a woman comes to Woman's New Life, as soon as she steps in, she's met with love and peace and comfort, non-judgmental care. And so she's going to meet with our counselor. She's going to just meet with her very briefly, make sure she's okay, help her explain the appointment and how that's going to go. She'll receive our medical services, so that might include the pregnancy test. Hopefully that includes an ultrasound, too. We want to make sure she's far enough along. We want her to see that heartbeat. And then she's going to wrap back up with the counselor. Counselor's going to help her process all the experiences that she had and help her process the tangible reality of the pregnancy. A woman may have a positive pregnancy test at home, but when she comes here and that pregnancy is verified by a registered nurse, um, when she has the ultrasound, she can then talk this through and talk about her options. We're never going to push an agenda on a woman. We want to always make sure that she's listening to her voice and her conscience. Most women, as they, mm -hmm. our counselors have shared with me, most women, they understand fully what an abortion actually is, and they never really want to do it. That's really not their first choice. No woman is coming into our building because she says, it's my body, my choice. That's just political rhetoric that folks are using um, on at podium. That's not our reality. Mm -hmm. And so women are just, we're helping them work through all of the circumstances surrounding that unplanned pregnancy, all of the circumstances that lead to that crisis and help her and give her the, the knowledge of uh, the information she needs and empower her to know you can do this. And we see that every day. It's so beautiful.
You also provide resources as well. You've mentioned counseling. There's also items that you give uh, to the women as well. Um, and just that support, because that's, I think, what's yeah. needed, that love and that non-judgmental space. Allison, thank you so much for everything that you do. Allison Daigle, CEO of Woman's New Life Clinic. One more time, where can we go maybe to make an end-of-the-year tax-deductible gift or sign up for Born to Run? Absolutely. Thanks so much. Go to womansnewlife.com slash donate. Thank you all very much. And Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much, Allison. Merry Christmas to you as well. All right. Awesome. Wow. Wonderful work that they do over at Woman's New Life. I love getting that update yep. from Allison. Yes. Looking forward to 2023. More good things coming That's our right. way. With That's right. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. We're going to, it's hard to believe, yeah, I know. but this our is our last show for 2023. And Christmas, even though, uh, 22, (laughs) uh, and and even though Christmas is a few days away, I thought our prayer would be a Christmas blessing. I think that's beautiful. Y'all cool with that? Yes. Okay. Yes. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. May all the days of all the years that God has still in store be filled with every joy and grace to bless you more and more. May hope of heart and peace of mind be beside you every day. And that's the golden wish I have for you this Christmas day. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, amen. Holy Spirit, amen. 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 Thank you so much for joining us. We'll actually be on Christmas break to spend time with our family starting tomorrow up until January 2nd. We will be back with a new episode live on Wake Up on Tuesday, January 3rd. So have a happy, wonderful, Merry Christmas. Stay warm, stay safe, and uh, have a wonderful Thursday. God bless. Wake Up is a production of Catholic Community Radio.